950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, the Matt McNeil Show. Terry John Zila is our food expert, uh, the owner and chef at Hepcat Coffee. He is now the chef and owner of the Gallery Kitchen and Events Center, that, uh, taking that over in May. And, uh, of course, he's a fantastic chef who you can vote for. Uh, Terry, this is it. Wh- who's running this contest? It's, um, it's the James Beard Foundation is the charity that's going to. I know that Carla Hall has been the, the face of it, and, um, but they, just do, they do food charities. And um, a friend of mine entered me, and I just posted some photos, and so far in my group, I'm number one. So I'm pretty happy. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, I, I will share the link to this if people would like to vote for you, which you should because he's an absolutely fantastic chef. Um, you, uh, you, you can go out there and, uh, make a vote and make sure, uh, Terry gets number one on this. That's, that'd be fantastic. And by the way, I, I don't want to pass back that the event center nicely done. You did, when did you, have you been rolling that out here? Yeah. I mean, we really officially launched in June. Okay. Um, um, we've been doing a lot of events, a lot of breakfasts and lunches for city organizations. And after Labor Day, we're going to be doing, uh, cooking classes, cocktail classes and wine tastings there as well. And where is that located at? It's at 370 Wabashaw Street North. It's in the Osborne 370 building. Um, my coffee shop, it's the same building as my coffee shop, which is alarmingly convenient. <laughs> well, and I, and I can tell you this, people, if you've not been to Hepcat Coffee and had the, the Danishes there, you are so wrong. It is the best Danish in town, hands down. And, uh, and, and they're just fantastic. And so once again, that's in the 360, Osborne 360 building, right? Uh, Osborne 370. 370. Okay, 370. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the next door neighbor building. <laughs> 370 is the one you want there. Osborne 370. No, no, it's, it's in St. Paul. That address could be 18 blocks away. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. So uh, stop by Hepcat Coffee, Osborne 370 building in St. Paul. All right. So did I, I sent you the list of the state fair foods. Overall, first of all, your thoughts on the new state fair foods as they've been introduced today. Well, some of them, I mean, it, it seems like food that we've seen before. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, which is funny. I mean, at this day and age, everything has been done, but how do you dish it up? I did see the waffle folded around like a breakfast. I don't know. I mean, a limp waffle. I, that one frightened me. I thought to myself, waffles should need a little blue pill. Um, it, just, it just looked, I don't know. That one didn't look so hot to me, but there was like some donuts which looked good and some Greek food. I get. I didn't see anything that was like, oh my God, what's that? Yeah. Well, I have to admit, there is one that I saw, and the first thing I said is, "Are you guys sure you want to go down this?" And that is. What? No, don't, don't tell me. It's not a revisit of the spam sushi. No, it's your. Okay, are you ready? The crispy. I, I'm, wait, I, hit me. Crispy lutefisk steam bun. And. Okay, here's the whole thing. That, that, that doubles down. So if you're going to die through something tasty horrible, you might as well batter fry it. Well, okay, was there really a demand for lutefisk? I mean, it's a, it's a kind of a comical joke around the holidays, but I didn't think that people were going around, you know what would be tasty in this state fair? Lutefisk. You know, it seems like, it's, the thing is, maybe it's not, now is it a vendor that already does something else great? Uh, it is the Olson Fish Company Lutefisk Brine, so I'm not sure that's at uh, there. Uh, okay, let's go. It's going to be at uh, Shanghai Henry's located in the International Bazaar North Wall. 
Okay, God bless them. I mean, honestly, maybe hopefully they have beverages so you can wash it down. I mean, now that got me going. Wouldn't a deep fried herring sandwich taste great? Well, it'd be better or a smelt. You know, you could go, you know, if you really, you could do smelt walleye herring. You could do, you, there's a lot of other ones you could do. I don't just, ludicrous. Matt, Matt yes. you could do, Matt, you could do anything and it would be better than that. <laughs> Uh, speaking of walleye, they've got uh, one of the things I did kind of like was the uh, the walleye. Where is it? Here? I'm going to pull it up here just so I get the right name here. The walleye fritter pops. Now this actually does look like this. Might, this might be pretty good. It's it's basically you know like little cake pops, only they look like little fish cakes on a stick. I'll bet you those are going to be delicious. Uh, I should mention it since they're Giggles Campfire Grill. Giggles, wow. Giggles Campfire Grill, located at the southeast corner of Lee Avenue and Cooper Street in the Northwoods. Uh, a smoked walleye mixed with a blend of cheeses, dill pickle relish, fresh garlic and spices, rolled on panko bread comes and deep fried, served on a stick with a side of cor- comeback sauce and a lemon slice. Okay. The, 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 the smoked walleye is going to taste a little different. It's going to be a little firmer. It won't be as supple. Eh. We'll see what happens. Let's try it. I'm going to be out. I think this year we're going to we take a vacation at the coffee shop um, for State Fair because downtown St. Paul just vacates <laughs> that week. But I'll probably be, I'll probably be at the State Fair at least three times. You you talk about everything old being new again. Last year the big one was the pickle pizza. I had it. I did not. Okay, it, it came down to this. The pizza wasn't really great. It wasn't a great crust. It wasn't a great sauce. It wasn't great cheese. And frankly, the bigger crime for me is if you're going to sell something like pickled pizza, you got to have something better than the cheapest pickles you can find. You could have gone out there with a nice tangy pickle and they were just, you know, kind of the equivalent of, of, of a McDonald's pickle without any flavor to them. And, and I was, you know, I thought it was bad, but needless to say, that seems to be the th- theme this year. There are so many pickle-related foods this year that it's that's going to be, I think, the thing that's going to... I guess they're banking on this is, is doing something better. Well, you know why that is. Um, uh, Fermentation is really big right now. Mm. Well, so they, that, that's a really big thing. And I think, I think there's a really been great influx of like a lot of Korean food in Minnesota now, like really solid Korean food. Mm-hmm. And fermentation is really big in Korean food. And that could be part of it. And I think you're seeing a lot of fermented things in restaurants. So I think people are kind of juicing up. Now, my only fear is that this is the Minnesota State Fair. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you know, South Minneapolis or Edina. Mm-hmm. So I think what happens is sometimes when you get these things that frighten folks, it may sound good PR, but are they going to really try it and are they going to enjoy it? All right. Let's run through some of the pickle items. I want you to give me a yay or nay what you think about it. Number one, pickle fries. Tangy, crispy, thin-cut dill pickles lightly coated in cornmeal, seasoned in mustard batter, and then they deep fry them, served with the chipotle dipping sauce at Mike's Hamburgers there. How does that sound? Sounds busy, but interesting. All right. Palettas. Now, this one, you're gonna, this one's going to blow your mind. This is the Mexican frozen treat on a stick. They're offering two flavors, one of which is a dill pickle lemonade paleta. It's lemon-flavored, water-based, which includes some dill pickle slices. It is vegan. Um, it's so basically imagine a popsicle with pickles in it. Okay. It's just like dating. No means no. <laughs> you are, uh, uh, that's just, I, I, right to the point. I appreciate your candor on that. Uh, the Miami mango pickles. Now, if any of these guys could win, this might be it. Dill pickles infused with Miami mango punch. 
Uh, this is at Soul Bowl, located at the food building on the east wall. I, you know, I know that sometimes they try to do that. They'll put something in the brine to try to give it a little bit of flavor. A lot of times it's hot peppers or something like that. Uh, mango, I don't I don't think it would overwhelm the pickles. I just, I, you know, it, it sounds interesting at least. But the whole thing is it's a beverage. I've never thought to myself, God, it's such a hot day. Can I get a big glass of pickle juice? <laughs> I know people who do. That's the crazy part. I know people that Matt, do. Matt, the scope of people that you know, maybe Woody would like that, but the rest of the world won't. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's talk some of the ones that I looked at that I said, okay, this looks like a winner. I think Minnesota Monthly's already picked this one as the best option. Fried green tomato sandwich, uh, two crispy locally grown green tomato slices, a crust of whole grain milling company, uh, with cornmeal, mustard, mayonnaise made from uh, Lost Capital Economics coarse spicy ale mustard. Okay. A local lettuce on a toasted brioche bun as well. And they serve it with bacon. Uh, and instead, if you don't, if you want the vegetarian option, you can have it with sweet corn relish. I, I Here's the, the, the racket guys came on out and they said, here's the thing about this. It comes down to how well the tomatoes are fried because if it's fried green tomatoes, I mean, it's that's it right there. I mean, the quality of the fried green tomato is what's going to make or break this. And I think here you have to remember, since it's probably going to be mass produced, the tomatoes will probably already be prepped and battered and ready to go for the fryer. I actually think that sounds like a winner. Okay. Is, is, is that your bigger concern, too, in, in regards to that? Is that it comes down, it, it just comes down to the pickles. If the pickles are good, we're good. Right, and it depends. It comes down to the prep. And the thing is, with pickles and deep frying, what you have is water issues. So the thing is, it could come right out of the batter, and then it can get soggy in two seconds. Yeah, tomatoes, the fried green tomatoes, not pickles on that one there. So, but you know, you're exactly yeah. But, I mean, but in general, but I think that'll be a winner. I think that'll be great. Here's one. This is this is sometimes I think that sometimes the best thing is kind of the easiest thing to look at. This good old fashioned Americana Midwest food. This is from the Hamlin, Hamlin Church Dining Hall. This is a ham loaf with tangy glaze, caramelized onions and cheese on a sandwich made with fried egg and a whole toast. So it's a breakfast sandwich they're selling there. Um, it, 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 from the picture they sell, it looks really good. And sometimes, you know, Where are the, the pickles coming in on this. There is no pickles on this one. This is just the. This is just well, this. We're, we're we're there are so many pickle ones. We're just going to go with the ones that look like they're going to be good. This year. so. They, they, oh, had, I uh, thought we diverged. I thought I, I thought our momentary scene was pickles. You threw me. <laughs> so, there are a lot, but not in this one. So, but, but I mean, this is you. You have said this before on this show. The church stands there. Do not sell them short. They generally do a pretty good job with the food that they produce. They're, they're rock stars because what they do is they know they're feeding a lot of people and they're feeding a huge scope of people. They really book it out. I mean, you get those church basement lady mentality on there, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to serve something that's really solid and really just satisfying, and they're not trying to reinventing the wheel. They're polishing the hubcap. Mm-hmm. Here's the one I've got the most hope for, and no pickles involved in this. The okay, good. Thanks for the preface. <laughs> the Irish butter ice cream over brown sugar cinnamon toast. It's simplistic. It's you know, and it and I've had uh, you know Irish butter. I I gotta believe that that's going to be pretty good. That sounds like you might want to be alone with it. It does. That's that's one. It's like you know, honey, take the kids. I'll catch up with you later. That sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that actually sounds pretty darn good. That sounds pretty darn good. <laughs> uh, the 
Uh, there's a okay of of the the kind of I don't want to say trashy because that sounds like I'm I'm coming in with judgment, but that real there are a few that are. Oh kind no, of, you'd never do that, Matt. No, would you? of course, no, no. Jeez, me, not at all. Hey, did you hear the GOP has fifty three dollars in their bank account? <laughs> 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 The the Minnesota cookie dough pie, homemade chocolate chip cookie dough in a flaky pie crust dusted with brown sugar. No, no, no. no, no. Why? I do that. No, stop, stop, stop. Okay. No. Uh, if I want cookie dough, I'm going to have it baked. I don't care if it's pasteurized. I don't care. No, 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 no. Uh, no. Uh, there is uh, uh, what was the the other one that I saw that I said you know if it's kind of you know icon well two that are kind of iconic state fair ones uh, one is the bucket of the birthday cake mini donuts now you and I both agree this is probably that gonna sounds be... fun that sounds fun I like that okay like, oh so but um um back to the cookie dough pie yes okay that's the definition of lazy that was like when I saw on a nice. menu a deconstructed wedge salad. They just took all the ingredients and separated them on the plate. <laughs> it's, it's, you can't bake the friggin' cookie. <laughs> what you're God, right. what, 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 is, is that the underachievers of America booth? Would would they ever allow someone to just give out wedges of iceberg lettuce with with dressing? Of course not. They'd say, "Okay, no, 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 no. You guys got to jazz this up." But yet we yeah, tolerate no, no, it with no, other no, things. No, no, yeah. No, no. See now I'm upset. The cookie dough pie. No, now I'm now I'm mad. Of right. uh, the <laughs> cloud coolers. Let me explain these to you. Three choices of lemonade served with cotton candy clouds spun over the drinking straw. Summer strawberry, happy huckleberry, and flower power, which is violet lemonade, and the flavor. So basically, that's it's- actually fun. That's re- that's really big in the cocktail world right now. Okay. The cotton candy thing. We even do a drink when we do events. Um, we take cotton candy and we put it on top of the martini and then it dissolves. Cotton candy is huge right now. Mm-hmm. The What is your thought? There's two of the items here that have breakfast cereal as a... You know, as a as a decorative item on it, one of them is got honeycomb on it. The other one's got looks like fruity, fruity pebbles on it. I, I'm as a, as a person I like food. I I generally, I mean, that'd be like putting Twinkies on something or putting you know putting you know eminent you know just a, a like you know just a pre processed thing on it. And to a point, I think that's kind of lazy as far as cooking goes because it's you know it, you're adding something that's one going to overwhelm the flavor of whatever you're adding. I mean, you know, modern day breakfast cereal is extremely. Uh, but as well, it just it, it just seems like you're. Why don't you just sell the bowl of cereal? Because I bet you you'd actually sell more more of the bowl of cereal than you know trying to jazz up cereal on top of something else. Well, you know what? Though, who does a cereal really well is Gail and Christie at Rice Krispie bars. Okay. And they take the Rice Krispie recipe and they actually incorporate cereal in them. Uh, I, you know, uh, Gail and Christie got that down. That no one else should touch that because. If you're going to augment breakfast cereal, those girls know exactly what to do. Well, so here's the one with honeycomb. Listen to this one. This is fried uh, halloumi, which is uh, halloumi, the the cheese. It's fried cheese chopped with hot honey and honeycomb honeycomb cereal. And, you know, on one side... Now, is it honeycomb cereal? Yeah. Or is it honeycomb... The honeycomb brittle. It's honeycomb cereal from like, from the honeycomb hideout, you know. And so it's 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 uh yeah, it just it's honeycomb cereal like from posts that you would get off the grocery store shelf. And the the one it's side too of it, big. It, yeah. it, it, okay, 
Is it crushed up or no? Somewhat and somewhat not. It looks like they've got some crushed and some not. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it doesn't thrill me. Uh, the other one is the fruity cereal milk biscuit. Uh, Betty and Earl's biscuit made with fruity cereal mix. Cereal bites drizzled with icing on top of it. It looks sickly sweet. I will say that. Uh, yeah, we actually did a, a rice crispy bar with uh, with the fruity pebbles. It's it's gosh awful sweet. I gotta tell you, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of sugar. Well, and but I get that. I mean, I can get that with the Fruity Pebbles because basically you're just taking a Rice Krispie treat because that still is kind of the cereal. I think when you add it to a biscuit or you add it to cheese, you know, you know, you know, cheese curds, basically, I don't know if it's, you know, if you just want to give out cereal, give out cereal. Don't try to make your item more attractive by just throwing some cereal on top of it. But that's another trend right now is yeah. classic breakfast cereal. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing is they're trying to cash in on a trend and have things that people are already talking about and bring it in as a new item. So I get what they're doing. I don't know if it's going to be delicious. I mean, you have to remember, my record at the State Fair is 42 food booths in one day. (laughs) And he's alive, kids. Uh, Here's the one that I think that you and I need to go together and go get. The Galabo, which is going to be over at the Union Mung Kitchen. And that place was the rock star last year. That sausage they had was unbelievable. This is It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Traditional Hmong style steam bun stuffed with ground pork, egg and spices, and it's Chef Vang's mom is the where it came from. Served with your choice of crunchy chili oil, uh, hot pepper sauce, lemongrass, scallion dressing. It looks phenomenal, and I mean, I mean, I, I love. That, that, but, go ahead. Well, they do a nice job anyway, though. When you get a vendor that has, does a really great job, then when they go off and do something different. You know they thought about it. And again, they're not being cute with it. They're just being thoughtful. And that's what I love. Those are the things, like uh, the guys over at the ballpark, they introduced the deep-fried uh, short ribs. Yeah. Now it's a staple. It was something that no one had done before. And now it's like, okay, they weren't trying to be cute. They're just trying to be excellent. And I'm all about that. We're going to go to that one for sure. Uh, Hepcat Coffee over at the Osborne 370 building. Also, uh, the Gallery Kitchen and Event Center in that building as well. Uh, you, you can. I'll make sure I put out a link for people to go vote for you for Best Chef. You are phenomenal. Terry, your insight, as always, is good. I'm going to hold you to that. You and I are going to go catch that over at the, the Union Kitchen, okay? No, Lou, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on the, the uh, Costa Flockhart diet for an entire week beforehand. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll, 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 we'll, we'll get you some of that lutefisk. We'll get you some. That will take care of things. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll watch you take the lutefisk. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, Terry Dude, John Zila. Honestly, you're, you're more adventurous that way than I am. Make one of the kids get it. That's it. Oh, that's make, a good that's idea. Why you have children. Make oh, them that, get it. You're perfect. I'll get. I'll make Rose take it. All right, Terry John Zila. Terry, thank you very much. I appreciate the time. We got to take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. Yes, yes, yes.